Welcome to the 17 Academy. This is Alexander Wolf and I'm very happy to have a friend here who did something that even I haven't experienced before. She founded her own party. And not because she um, she really wanted to found a party. No, because she really was fed up with the existing system and the situation. And after demonstrating and criticizing and whining around, she decided to do something and founded a party that's called The New Ones, Die Neuen. And here she is, not yet Bundeskanzler of Germany, but on her way. Hi, Diana. Hi, Sascha. <laughs> so before we dive into that topic, uh, how did this come? How did you, I mean, just grab the idea to found your own party and start being politically active in Germany? Yeah, as you said before, I was always politically active um, with demonstration, with different kinds of activism. I was also working as a journalist or I've been working as a journalist for the past 15 years. So I was always very close to these kind of topics and I always wanted to change something. And But I never really thought about really founding a party. And then um, it's not that long ago, I think two years ago, Just before Corona, I went to Israel and I met the former mayor of Tel Aviv. Mm -hmm. And this guy also got into parliament um, because he wanted to change something. He was back then maybe 26 or 27 years old and he told his friends that he wanted to become mayor of the city. He's never been into politics before. He didn't even study something in this field. And his friends told him like, okay, this is crazy. I mean, well, how do you want in to German, do this? In, in German, we say this is a schnapsidee. Like, exactly. Right? <laughs> totally schnapsidee. <laughs> schnapsidee. Uh, <laughs> so he said that and only three or four years later, he really got into this position. So he mm. was the mayor of Tel Aviv even for two um, periods and he's still part of the Knesset in Israel. So he's still active as a politician. And I asked him just, okay, how did you do that? And he told me, you know, the only thing you need is maybe, let's say, five people who are willing to support you no matter what. It can be good friends, can be anyone who's really interested also in that topic and who thinks like, okay, you can do this. And mm -hmm. what you then need is another 10 people who will follow you, although they don't know you. But you need to convince them. And if you think you can do this, then this is going to go its own way and you will succeed. And I was like, okay, too easy. Sounds good. I'm going to do that. <laughs> well, okay. It, it really sounds too easy. I mean, just, you know, get a few friends, get them drunk, you know, make them follow you, find another five or 10 people, persuade them, found a party, become mayor of Tel Aviv. Well, for him, it worked. But now you, you went this way. You followed that path. Mm -hmm. You're not mayor of Berlin yet. But yes. uh, somehow you said that um, it functions for you. Yeah, it did. I mean, it started again somehow like this schnapps idee. But um, I got these friends. So people would really support me, especially um, from a 
side that I'm not good at, like when it comes to laws and stuff like this in Germany, it's really complicated to found a party. So this was very important in the beginning to have someone who would really help me in this field. And so we did all the paperwork. We got filed as a really, as a new party in Berlin. And we also wanted to take part in the elections this year, which didn't happen in the end because you needed a certain amount of signatures to support you. And we didn't manage to get all of these signatures because it was really tough during Corona, of being course, on the yeah. streets and really convincing people of giving you this one signature because people are only allowed to support one party. And this was pretty tough. So I knew that it's going to be really exhausting, but this was even more than I was expecting. The, to, the, the exhausting factor was more than you expected. Yeah. yeah. Well, but in the end, now you haven't participated in the election, but it was quite short term, right? Others do this for 10, 15 years. And when did you start? The How many months before the election you started? Well, the thing was, we started to file in the paperwork um, last year in September. So it really takes a while. In Germany, it takes like months till these things are done. So you, they, you send them in, they send you the stuff back and they tell you like, okay, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. You need to change this and that. And it's also all these laws are from mm. after the second world war and they yeah. haven't been changed until today. So, but the party was founded in March this year. So the elections were in September. So it was pretty short notice to really um, try to run for mayor of Berlin. But the party is founded. So we will still do that. And we now have another five years to be take uh, part of the elections in Berlin or another four to even try to, you know, be the next chancellor of Germany and just go right into Bundestag. <laughs> Well, and if you think that she's crazy, then you don't know her. And so, you know, uh, write down her name. Her name is Diana Mirkaya. Just remember it. And you remember my words. But now, since I don't have the mayor of Tel Aviv here, but only you, now, what would you consider the most important three steps to found a party and to just start changing the system? The first thing is just talk about it all the time and to everyone you know. So people get really involved into this because if you show like, okay, this is something that is really happening and it's also possible to do, people start to believe in these kind of things. So um, what in the end happened is that we're growing and growing and growing in numbers um, all because we're talking about it the whole time and to everyone. And then the second thing is really having a good communication strategy, which means mm -hmm. also using social media, especially in your own favor, and also especially during a pandemic time that we have right now. So, yeah, we also went on the streets and went, you know, just straight ahead to people, talk to them and try to convince them for their signature. But for us, it's really important to use social media and all these channels to really communicate our program and who we are. Mm -hmm. And I think these two things are actually the most important ones. And just to be, you know, to not give up, of course, and to just mm -hmm. try to make your network as big as possible. 
and mm -hmm. follow invitations, get in touch with people and don't hesitate to even, you know, even reach out for bigger names and just try to reach out for them and just talk to them. And this is also what happened in the end to us that we got invited to a lot of different um, things or events and people wanted to have interviews with us. And it was in the end more than we expected. Mm -hmm. So the main message I take out here is think big, think be big. bold, be crazy and uh, don't fear anybody or anything because, uh, you know, the dissidents of today are the presidents of tomorrow, history shows. <laughs> and uh, to quote somebody who I normally never quote is uh, Mr. Goebbels, you know, the propaganda minister of <laughs> Hitler. And this guy said some one true word. He said, if you spread a lie, you know, bold enough, and if the lie is big enough, people are going to start to believe it. This is what Donald Trump does. And yeah. we shouldn't leave this field to the assholes in this world. Exactly. So if you want to become somebody, a mayor, for instance, or the Bundeskanzlerin of Germany, uh, just claim that you're going to be, and you will have people following you, even if this sounds crazy. And maybe there's uh, one more point. Um What is really important if you do these kind of things where you need support of the people, you know, in your country or in your city is make it look like a movement and let it also be a movement. We also don't want you to say we're a party because parties are not sexy anymore. People don't trust in parties anymore. But we, from the beginning, we wanted to be more a movement than a party because movements involve people. We wanted it to be an easy access for everyone to just join. And joining means you can work with us, but you can also just support us. We don't need your money, but we need your brains and other help that you can give us. So it's more of something we do together and it's not just someone leading it. But it's something, yeah, everybody can join. And this was very important for us in order to grow and also in order to communicate. So coming into the details, you had some fresh ideas uh, which made this thing work by, for instance, letting people participate. Uh, so when I was interested in Die Neuen, then I really could participate directly. How did you do that? And how could they participate? Very easily um, <laughs> with just or by sending us an email and telling us, okay, we want to be a part of uh, the new ones or listen to what your guys are doing. So what we do, we meet once a week for a Jour Fix, which is always on a Tuesday evening. We always do this in a digital way. We use Zoom for it and everybody is invited to just join our conversations that we have. This is the place where everybody Everybody gets updated. We talk about what happened the week before. We talk about different plans that we have. And everybody is very welcome to just join these conversations. And they can do this for as many times as they want before they decide to really join us or be part of the party. And if they decide to do it, they can just tell us what they want to work on, whether it's something more of a topic or if they say like, I want to join the communications team, I want to be part of the finance team or whatever it might be that you're interested in or where you have maybe also some, maybe it's your field of expertise. It doesn't matter. Whatever you want to do, we will find a way. And then you just start working. And 
Also, as a party, we have a structure that is called, um, in German, it's so called soziokratisch, which sociocrity. I'm not sure whether that's a real English word, but it means that there is no hierarchy in um, how we are built. So we work in working circles where there is no real, yeah, chief. <laughs> So we really work together and everybody can bring in their expertise and just start with anything you want and all works. But that's anarchy. That's complete anarchy. That's like hippie business. Uh, people tried that in the 70s and proved that this does not work. Yeah, I don't believe in these kind of things because I really believe in trusting people when they want to do something. And it's also that, of course, we get to know these people as well and they get to know us. And only if we trust each other and if we have the feeling, okay, this is going to work, they can join also the party and be really an active part of the party. And then, then we invite them in all of the tools that we're working with. Everything is digital in our party. So you can even join if you live somewhere else in the world. Um, we are crossing borders in every way. And for us, it's very important to have like this easy access for everyone who wants to join us. And there is no real energy because... It's more, it's trust-based. If you say you're going to, you, you want to do something, then I'll trust you that you're also really want to want to do that and that you're doing it. So until today, we're only having good experiences with that. Well, um, what you do is actually uh, scientifically proven that it could work because what you do is you just go um, the full way of digitalization, right? You use the tools and you use the mindset of a digitalized open society uh, with all the pros and cons. Most other parties don't do that because they have these old structures and cannot just go away from these structures. Since you're new, you just can go the full way. So The disadvantage is that you don't have enough money or not enough, not enough money to persuade enough people to sign that you, that you participate in the last elections. But your edge, your advantage is, uh, you can just do new things and you're brave enough to do that. And that's probably the main thing that I take out of this conversation. If you start new, be just be brave and go the new ways, full throttle. Yeah, there was like one saying that Goethe said once, and if I had to translate it, it would be something like that brave people, um, yeah, they, they don't, they, they see the world in a naive way, but in a good way. So it's naive to think because they see the mm -hmm. way without struggling or without any obstacles that would be in their way. And this is something that I really, that was really important to me. I always thought about that saying in German. I was like, okay, it's really like this. Because if you think too complicated, you're not gonna achieve anything. So just try. I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen? What's the worst thing? We don't succeed. Okay. So, but I tried. <laughs> So for me, there is really nothing bad that could happen. There is no form of anxiety or whatever that could, you know, prevent me from doing this because there's nothing bad can come out of this. It's just a try and there's going to be another try. Well, and 
And so far, many good things came yeah. out of this because you already uh, you motivated uh, dozens of people, hundreds, perhaps thousands of people, at least in Berlin, uh, to follow new ways and to try new ways. And so the name, the new ones, the Neuen, is perfectly <laughs> fitting. By the way, uh, to conclude this, It's not that crazy because there was a movement a long time ago that had the same attitude and uh, grew very fast because uh, others than the, the existing movements of this kind, they allowed everybody to participate just by saying, I want to participate. And this was called the Christian religion. This was the old Christian movement. They did the same. You had just had to jump into a river and say, okay, I believe in Jesus and God and whatever, and then you belonged. This is why Christianity grew so fast, because it was so easy to participate. And as soon as you became member, everybody trusted you. So you just chose an old principle and uh, made it new in a digital way. Even, as, so, an, uh, even as an atheist, I chose a religious way. <laughs> I didn't know. So that's <laughs> so. This is Diana Merkaya, the first atheist who, who founded a religion, <laughs> not even knowing it. <laughs> Diana, so now you have the chance to say the last historical sentence. The last historical sentences. Don't be afraid. There's nothing more to add to that because I think I, I always ask myself. Before I do something, what would I do if I wasn't afraid? If this wasn't an option, what's on the other side? And then I choose this way. Wow, that was a great sentence. Thank you very much. Thank you for participating in 17 Academy. Thank you. About which platforms are you using to generate new members for D9? Yeah, well, we thought like, okay, it's very easy to use everything everybody else is using, like Instagram, Facebook, etc. So we thought like, okay, why don't we use Tinder and make a Tinder profile <laughs> for our party and try to swipe as many people as we can and get as many <laughs> matches as we can. And it really worked. So... This no. is crazy. People would start like really political conversations via Tinder, wanted to get to know us, wanted to get to see who we are. And they all came also or are still coming to these Tuesday meetings to get to really know us. And also some of them got really real members. So this was our <laughs> best tactique to just use Tinder or any kind of def any um dating platform that exists i guess this would also work right. somewhere else but why not <laughs> why, why not there are so many people who think fuck politics why yeah. not meet them at tinder right exactly so, very smart <laughs>